Have you dreamt about having your inbox full of people asking to be your client or loaded with sales confirmations? I'm here to tell you that it's totally doable. There's just a few ducks we need to get in a row before that can happen for you. This episode, I'm going to share with you three ways that nailing your niche will propel your sales and help you leverage your sales pages like never before. Hey, I'm Sean. I'm obsessed with business, marketing and growth. I've created this podcast to share the ideas, knowledge and tools I've gathered over a career of helping businesses thrive. If you're an ambitious business owner or entrepreneur in the making looking to create a business that loves you back, welcome to The Growth Code. It's truth bomb time. You'll hopefully know from my podcast, the number one mistake business owners make, that nailing your niche is a surefire way to make more sales and charge more for your services and products. The thing is, Most business owners never get potential customers to say yes, never mind hell yes. I mean, have you ever put up a sales page or campaign and just heard crickets? The thing is, you've probably been tripped up or gotten stuck with finding the right niche for you and figuring out your ideal customer persona to make these foundation blocks really help you build a successful business. To reiterate, Knowing who you serve, you'll know how to speak to them, provide content that resonates and offers that will be too good to pass up. When defining a niche that's right for you and developing a persona for your ideal customer, digging in and really getting into the detail is going to help you move forward and I'm going to show you three ways that nailing these two steps is going to make selling a breeze and really smash through any sales struggles that you've got. First, I need you to walk through the quick steps to nail your niche and your ideal customer avatar. If you haven't done this already, don't worry. If you join the Facebook group at the end, I've got some detailed training, notes and a workbook download with highly effective four-step process for you to follow. You're going to need to put some work in, put pen to paper, but it'll be worth it. You'll sell more and charge more, which will launch you into the next level of success for your business. I understand that for so long, you might have resisted choosing a niche. I get it. You're worried that leaving money on the table or having a niche will make your market too small to support your goals. And in times of scarcity, that risk and that fear is real. But let's squash those misconceptions right now and get to work because identifying your niche and working out your ideal customer avatar is going to make sure Your ideal person fully understands why your product or service is a no-brainer for them and it's going to position yourself as an expert. These two little things are the small hinges that'll swing big doors for you. It'll help you know exactly who you're talking to and what you can offer them. Nailing your niche and identifying your ideal customer profile. Now, I'm not going to go into a huge amount of detail as this is covered in the free training that I've mentioned, but... How is that, nailing your niche and getting so hyper clear on your ideal customer, going to help you ease those sales struggles? Well, other than the ways I've mentioned already, such as positioning yourself and giving your people a reason to buy from you, here we go. First, this is going to help you write a value proposition statement. After this, I want you to be able to succinctly say that I do X for Y through Z. It's a formula. Let me give you some examples. 
I help women with their confidence after divorce through mindset coaching. I help people lose 50 pounds or more through mindful nutrition without a gym membership. I help physiotherapists grow profitable practices through online marketing. These are examples of value articulation statements. What you might see on your LinkedIn bio, a snippet, whatever the case may be. Now, it's important to have this ready because before you start creating content, headlines or offers, you need to have that core value articulated. That one outcome, that one process or promise outcome for your ideal customer so they know who it's for and what they're going to get and how. If you're saying, no, 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 and feeling some resistance right now, I get it. But as a business owner, entrepreneur or creator, you need to figure out what works really well for you and make sure you can repeat that at scale. I don't want you to feel like you're stuck in a pigeonhole, but as one niche works, as you build up case studies, reviews, testimonials, then you can spread your wings and scale outwards. Second, you're now going to be able to create an emotionally hooking lead, content that sells your story and resonates with your audience, as well as craft a truly compelling, irresistible offer. I know I've put them in that order, but I really want you to start with creating an utterly irresistible offer, having something that your audience wants, needs and will pay for. Around that, you can then create content that's compelling and tasty enough to get them to know, like and trust you after they've been hooked in with an emotionally captivating idea, mechanism, headline or something that you've strategically placed in front of your ideal customer. Now, these are the things that come next, but you've got to go with me here. You can't move forward with any certainty and expect results without getting clear on your niche and who your ideal customer is first. These people are going to give you their money, their hard-earned cash, so I think you owe it to them to get to know them a bit, don't you? Once you get these two things right, you can start crafting your offer, creating sales messages and the hooks to get your ideal customers to your front door. Third, nailing your niche and your ideal customer It's going to help you put together sales pages and sales content that is so effective you'll wonder how on earth you made things work until now. I'm going to talk you through some quick steps to creating a sales page using the work that you've done so you can join the dots and see how this is going to help you. I've talked about landing pages in one of my YouTube videos so I'm not going over it again but if you're a business owner you've got a sales page. Maybe you've got several sales pages. These are important. They're probably one of the biggest tools in your marketing collateral war chest. You need to do everything you can to make them effective, make them convert. UX and UI designers around the world get paid tidy fortunes to make sales pages that convert. So this really is a big deal. Whether you have a sales page or you're creating one for an offer, I hope this will really help you make sure yours is powerful and effective. So, ready to turn your sales page into gold? Here's the framework. First, I want you to sketch out WWWH. I've talked about this framework before on the episode, Stop Writing Sales Copy That Sucks. But just a reminder about this utterly earth-shattering framework. 
who, why, what and how. Let's summarise this for you quick and then we'll dig in. Who is your offer for? So when you've crafted that ideal customer persona, this is what you'll be using. Why have you created this product or service? Or to put it another way, why is it important to your ideal customer? How does it answer their specific struggles and pains? What is the transformation or the end result going to be for your ideal customer? How do they get the offer? What is your call to action? The goal is for your ideal customer to leave your sales page feeling like you've totally spoken to them. You've really understood their specific problems and challenges. So they'll want to sign up, buy, get in touch or whatever your call to action may be. By the way, on a sales page, I highly recommend having your call to action sprinkled around your page several times. There's an important reason for this and I'll get to that. Sales pages are tough. And like I said, people get paid buckets to do this as it's a craft and a skill. But I hope these ideas and insights will help you. And then there's creative content that sells like hot pizza. That's right, I've got a book called Content That Sells Like Hot Pizza, which you can grab and I'll talk about it later. Your sales page has a lot of work to do. It's got to explain what your offer is, deliver the WWWH framework, and it's also got to cover objections, answer questions, and build up credibility in the eye of your ideal customer. You're helping them go on a little journey and feel certain that this product or service is what they need. When I was running a design and digital agency, we created websites for huge brands and we did a lot of UX testing for retailers and online businesses. So here's a little insight for you into the types of people that visit your sales page. By the way, this is something I personally struggled with for a long time because it's easy to assume that people are like us. So if you don't feel comfortable with long copy, for example, I know I certainly don't, it doesn't mean that other people are the same. Try and put your bias aside for a moment. So you'll find that some of your audience can be popped into various different categories, depending on how they consume content. You'll have your impatient buyers. These people already know they'll buy and they want it now. They're your engaged audience who are already fans and they've come to get what you've got. You have skimmers. These types will scan your sales pages, maybe stopping to read what they think is relevant. They'll run their eyes over headlines, highlighted words and bullet points. Steve Krug in the book, Don't Make Me Think, talks about the majority of web users as scanning web pages, not reading them. Comes to be important when you're looking at the layout and design of your page. Then you have your methodical readers. This segment of your audience will read every word, maybe more than once, and they'll really dig in before deciding to buy. So now you understand the framework of a sales page and the types of people in your audience, you've got to make sure your sales page has something for all of them. As you're making a long form copy for those methodical readers and you've got bullet points headings for your scanners, you have to place your call to action in several places. Your call to action might be sign up, subscribe, buy now, request a call. It needs to be close to the top of your page for your dedicated and patient buyers. 
It also needs to be once or twice down the page for your skim readers and repeat it again at the bottom for your methodical readers who go all the way down to the bottom. In the how section, you wanna make it super easy for people to do business with you. The call to action has to be really clear. Try and stick to having one outcome, one goal for the page. If people have to make a decision, you're going to lose them. And don't forget, in that how, you also want to remove any friction for your potential customer. So think about having a guarantee that would make it crazy for them not to buy from you. When you're creating your content for your sales page, you want to say, Hey reader or visitor, this is who this offer is ideal for. You want them to identify with that and say, hmm, not for me, or yes, you've read my mind, you get me. This is probably the most important reason why you've gone into so much detail working on your ideal customer avatar. You want your readers to react by saying, oh my gosh, yes, this is me. You want them to feel confident that they're in the right place so they'll stay engaged and eventually convert into a customer. Before I tell you about this product or service, let me tell you who this is for. You might even start a page like that. So if I'm talking to a potential client, I might try and speak to them directly. I'm speaking to owners of small and medium ethical businesses who are tired of the spaghetti strategies they've used to get their business to this stage and they're ready to take their sales and marketing to the next level to grow their business and quit the job they own. You really want to share their main desires, wants, needs in this section. This is your chance to speak directly to your ideal person. Go and have a look at your sales page. Is it clear who this is an ideal fit for? If not, then you're trying to sell to everyone. And if you're selling to everyone, you're selling to no one. Why is the next thing that's important? I like to either talk about why this product or service was created Often there's a backstory which personifies a problem that's been solved leading to the product. You might also want to talk about why your offer is important to your customer. You need them to go on a little journey to get a glimpse of what's possible when this challenge, issue or problem they have is solved. You're showing them the possibility of where they are now and the end result that they could get to with your offer. The why is what often creates a sense of internal urgency with your ideal customer. I talk about this in my offer fix course. Creating a sense of internal urgency helps your ideal customer not only see why they need this offer, but why they need it right now. If it's easier, maybe think in terms of pros and cons. Write down the pros of having your offer and the cons of not having it. It might help you to brainstorm, get it all down on paper, and then you can use that juice for your sales page. You might even want to create a little bit of FOMO, but do it with authenticity. Nobody needs any more fake scarcity. What is the offer? And what will your customer feel like when they've experienced your service solution or they've bought your product? Revisit your sales page and have a look at whether or not you're directly addressing what the end result will be. You can often say what it is and how it helps in that simple format. Then lastly, you can develop your call to action. How your ideal customer can get the offer and how you can make a guarantee that's so compelling they can't say no. Knowing your ideal customer will help you understand what might 
make them say no in order for you to overcome that in the guarantee. And remember, you want to make it as easy as possible for them to do business with you. That's why Amazon is so successful. So now you've learned how nailing your niche and putting the time in to develop your ideal customer is going to help you nail your super effective sales pages and end your sales struggles. I've put the framework, links to the free training and nailing your niche in the show notes and on my website, workwithshawn.co.uk. Make sure you put the work in. This is so worth it. And remember to have fun because if you're not having fun, how do you think your audience will feel? High five. You've been listening to The Growth Code. If you want to join a group, a new crew to bounce ideas off, more content and insights to help you navigate this wonderful, crazy journey of being a business owner, then come and join me on The Growth Code Facebook group. I'll see you there.